Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, ladies and gents. It's so good to be back. <laughs> it's so good to finally record again. It's so good to be in your space, in your room, in your car, wherever you are listening to me. It's so good to be back. And I'm so blessed to be back. God has been so good to me. God has been so gracious. God has been so merciful. And I all I can say is I give God all the glory for all he has done. I am back with another episode. I am not going to get into why I had to why I had to be gone for so long. Um but tonight's topic is going to be about the reason why I was gone, but I'm not going to get into my personal experience yet because it's not something that God is instructing me to speak about yet. But tonight I'm going to speak about people in the Bible who experienced what I've experienced maybe on a greater scale. Um, tonight's topic is something that every Christian who who, who um, actively seeks the face of God goes through. If you are in a relationship with God and if you are consistently seeking God's face and you're consistently doing things in order to get closer to God, you are experiencing this. Excuse me. You are experiencing this. You are going to experience this. You have experienced this. And it's not a one-time occurrence. It's a mul- it's a it's a multiple time occurrence for you to experience this because there's constantly new things that God needs to birth and that God needs to do. So before I get into this topic, because I feel like I'm going to just run with this topic, but before I get into this topic, I just want to open with a word of prayer and then we will jump straight into it. Heavenly Father, I come to you today in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your goodness, Lord. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Father, that you have been such, such a good father to us. Thank you that you have spared us, that you have kept us, and that, that you have allowed us to experience the mercy and the grace that you have so freely given us through your son, Jesus Christ. I pray, Heavenly Father, that this recording would be from your mouth that this recording would be from your mouth through me in Jesus' name. May I be a vessel, may I be a mouthpiece to what you want me to say. I pray, Father, that you receive all the glory. May I get no glory. The glory is not mine. The glory is yours alone, Jesus. And may you exalt yourself, Lord, in the receptiveness of what this episode is going to do may you exalt yourself lord in the glory that you are going to receive through this episode in jesus name father god i thank you for this gift thank you for what you are doing in my life and thank you for what you are doing through me thank you for what you are doing through others in your kingdom in the mighty name of jesus i pray father that souls would be reached with this episode that souls would be one with this episode in the mighty matchless name of jesus christ i honor your holy name father god and i give you 
all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Sanctify my lips, sanctify my tongue gates, sanctify my mind gates, sanctify my ear gates, Lord Jesus, so that I may only hear from you tonight. May my ear gates only be receptive to what you want to tell me and not to anything else around me in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Welcome everybody once again. So excited to have you guys here and so excited to have you guys listen. And I am very passionate about tonight's topic because it's definitely something that we need to speak about. And it's definitely something that I haven't seen it I haven't seen people speak about this topic enough for us to actually grasp what is happening. So tonight's episode's name is the purpose of isolation the reason why you go through seasons and stages of isolation the 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 beauty of isolation and i say the beauty because a lot of people look at isolation as the worst thing that could ever happen to them a lot of people look at isolation as something that would be the end of them a lot of people look at the wilderness season as just something that could end their lives and i'm saying this with full confidence and i'm saying this with full revelation because i was one of those people where god would take me into a season of isolation and i would be like oh my life is over no one wants to talk to me no one wants to be around me i'm 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 done i don't have a social life anymore i'm i'm finished but god has shown me and god has proven that if only you can get to that place where it's just you and god where you think to yourself you know what it was just god and i I have more than enough. If it's just God and I, I am good. If it's just God and I, I have everything that I need. Because we are so bound to want God's hand and not get to know his heart. We are so comfortable with going in going into God's presence with a wish list. We are so comfortable with going into God's presence without reverencing him as king. We need to remember that when we go into God's presence and we seek his face, we are speaking to a king. We are speaking to the king of kings. We are speaking to the Lord of lords. We are speaking to the one and only one who deserves the glory and the worship. And I just mean to go and search what the the word, um, what the word wilderness means and the word wilderness means the wilderness is a locale for intense experiences so you can't tell me that when you are in the wilderness season that you are missing the opportunity to have an intense experience with the holy spirit and with god that is the season where God has your undivided attention. That is the season and that is the place where God should have your undivided attention. That is the place, your, the wilderness, I would say, if we, 
if we can if we can just make a correlation the wilderness is the secret place the wilderness is the secret place where it's just you and god and how many times did god not call people in the bible into the wilderness and everyone thought oh the wilderness is where people are, where people go to die yes you you're right you do go to die in the wilderness your flesh goes to die in the wilderness the moment you are in the wilderness you experience god in a realm that you've never experienced him before and you experience the holy spirit on a level that you cannot experience him when you are going about your day or where you are just doing things like where you're just doing random things going into the wilderness and going into the secret place going into that isolation you find yourself just being so caught up with god it's just you and him that intimate place where it's just you and him a special date just you and god and that is how god wants us to experience him on a daily i'm guilty of that as well like i always say guys i would never speak on something that i haven't gone through first something that god isn't taking me through and something that i have not experienced myself going through a wilderness season has really taught me a lot about my character about the type of christian i am and how prideful i can be how the wilderness kills your pride let me tell you that much and if you come out of isolation and your pride has not been killed you went into isolation thinking oh i'm going to go into this i'm going to go into the season now because i know i'm going to get something from god Why don't we just go into the season wanting God himself? Because the Bible says seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else shall be added unto you. Another translation says everything that does not matter shall be added unto you. But that part of the of the verse should not be your focus. Your focus should be seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. it should actually stop there for us so that we can only focus on seeking god and knowing him getting to know him intimately getting to know him on a level that only you and him would understand no one else around you needs to understand that you are in that space of your life where you getting to know god on a level where you guys have a secret you guys have a secret language where when you speak to god god's ear is already attentive to you when you're randomly walking around in your house and you're just like lord i just want to thank you for allowing me to clean my house today show me show me your love in a new way today and god would hear you and god would orchestrate his love to come down in a new way so that you and him alone would understand the language that you are speaking that is what isolation does that is what isolation in his presence does that is what the secret place does and that is what the wilderness does another another um another trans another meaning of the word um wilderness is for renewal of encounters with god divine deliverance divine deliverance if you don't get deliverance 
when you are in the wilderness season, then I don't know what to tell you. Because the Bible says that be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform. Let me let me let me read the, let me just memorize the whole scripture. Do not conform to the patterns of this world so that you would be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Transformed by the renewing of your mind. And where does transformation take place? Transformation takes place when you are in the secret place of the Almighty. When you are in the secret place, where it's just you and God. Where it's just you and God. No one else around you. You're not looking at the time to think, oh my word, when am I going to finish reading my Bible now? When am I going to finish praying now? You are so mature in the spirit that when you go into God's presence, you're like, you know what, God, it's just me and you today. It's just the two of us today. I am going to spend time in your presence for however long you want me to. That is where you, where spiritual maturity clicks. A friend and I were speaking earlier today where we were speaking about spiritual maturity and that was the exact thing that she said she said the moment you can go into God's presence without looking at the time you've reached the level of spiritual maturity where you don't even care that God is calling you to spend time in his presence the whole day you could be praying for five hours and you wouldn't even feel it then it would feel like you were praying for 10 minutes if you rummage off your 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 prayer Lord allow me to have a good day thank you for this day I honor your holy name done how are you able to get to know god intimately if you're just going to have ticky conversations with him if you're just going to have small talk a lot of people on social media like oh yeah i can't I, i can't deal with small talk i want to have deep conversations i want to you want to have deep conversations with other humans but you can't have deep conversations with your heavenly father where's your priorities you make more of man than you make of god that grammar of that sentence probably doesn't sound right but i don't care because you know what i'm saying you care more about conversations with men men of god than you care about your heavenly father you know people intimately more intimately than you know god how does that work how can you know the the creation but you don't know the creator How can you know what your boyfriend likes, what he doesn't like, what he what he likes to eat, what he's allergic to, what medication he uses, when he's going to get flu, what time of the year he is moody? But you don't know the heart of our father. You don't know when God is calling you to spend time in his presence. You don't know when God is telling you to stop doing a certain thing. Because you are so caught up in the lives of other people that you don't even care about spending time in God's presence. I always say this, many of our problems could be solved if we just spend time in God's presence. Because then your mind won't be on thinking about, oh, this is going wrong, that is going wrong. What about, what about, where am I going to get money for this? What am I going to, I just quoted a scripture earlier that said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else that is not important shall be added unto you. You need to prioritize your relationship with God.
you need to prioritize the isolating. God could be calling many of you who are listening. God could be calling you into a season of isolation. But because you are so worried about, oh yeah, this person, I'm, I'm, I'm scared this person is going to be mad at me for not speaking to them. I'm so scared that this is going to happen because I'm not going to be consistent with this. Ah, So you care more about people than you care about what God is telling you to do. So you care more about what people are saying than your obedience to God. That is scary. That is so scary. The first person that I want to read about that went through isolation, that experienced isolation where God literally sent him into the wilderness. I want to speak about Elijah. I want to speak about Elijah. In 1 Kings 19 verse 4 to 8. I'm going to read it. But he himself traveled a day's journey into the wilderness. And he came and sat down under a juniper tree and asked God that he might die. He said, It is enough now, O Lord. Take my life, for I am no better than my father's. He lay down and slept under the juniper tree. And behold, an angel touched him and said, Get up. And eat. He looked, and by his head there was a bread baked, a bread cake baked on hot coal, and a pitcher of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Just look at I'm going to stop there quickly. Just an intermission. I'm going to stop there quickly. Just look at how God sent Elijah into the wilderness. And yet God still made supernatural provision for him. I'm, I'm going to leave that with you. And I'm going to continue and then we unpack the scripture. Verse 7. Then the angel of the Lord came again and a second time and touched him and said, Get up and eat for the journey is too long for you without adequate sustenance. So he got up and ate and drank and with the strength of that food he traveled 40 days and nights to Horeb Sinai the mountain of God ah guys you can't tell me that our Lord and Savior is not a caring loving father I'm so amazed at the amount of care and compassion our Lord has. This was obviously in the time where Jezebel was going around and killing all the prophets of the Lord. And Elijah literally had to run away. He literally had to find a way to get away from where she was so that he wouldn't be murdered. Because if he didn't run away, Elisha wouldn't have come. You understand, if he had to be murdered, there was then there would have been a whole lineage of 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 prophets that wouldn't have come into 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 fruition if he didn't find a way to get into the wilderness. God has orchestrated his steps in order for him to get to the wilderness. All he needed to do was get to the wilderness. 
All he needed to do was go. All he needed to do was be obedient. And the moment he went to the wilderness in obedience, God gave him supernatural provision for food and water. God literally sent an angel from heaven to come and cook for Elijah. God literally sent an angel to come and give water to Elijah. And it reminds me of that scripture that says, Man shall not live from bread alone, but every word of God. And this scripture is literally giving me that revelation that the food that this angel fed Elijah literally lasted him 40 days and 40 nights on his way to Horeb, Mount, Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. Because he knew that he was f- not only fed by the bread that, was, that, was, that came from, from heaven, the bread of life. He was also nourished with the living water, which is Jesus Christ. Can you guys see how the Bible literally references another scripture and how God can give you the revelation in order for you to understand a specific scripture? This scripture already gave me so many revelations of how God supernaturally provides for us when we go through our seasons of isolation. When God tells you, listen, go into seven days of fasting and prayer and God would instruct you. Trust me, God would instruct you what you need to pray for and what you need to fast for. Seven days leading up to my birthday, God instructed me, go into a season, go into seven days of fast and prayer. Don't ask me for anything. Don't ask me for anything. Just give thanks, give thanks and honor me for what I have already done. Honor me for what I am going to do and honor me for what I am doing in your life right now. And I was like, say less, say less God, I will do it because I know that with obedience comes such a massive reward that I may not even see the reward this year. I may not see the reward next year. My children's children may see the reward of that seven day fast. You need to remember that sometimes what you, what you sow may not necessarily be for you. It may be for your lineage down the line. What you do now, your bloodline will either be blessed by it or your bloodline will pay for what you are doing now. Don't let it be the latter. Act out of obedience. Be a praying woman. Be a praying father. Be a praying son. Be a praying daughter. So that you are able to see, okay, I could be the reason my future bloodline has freedom. My husband could be the reason our future bloodline has freedom. Act out of obedience and trust that what God is doing in the season of isolation will only ever set you up. It will only ever set you up because God, one thing I love about God is that when God tells you your destiny, 
he will always tell you this is what you are going to experience one day say for instance some of us are trusting god for marriage some of us are trusting god for financial freedom some of us are trusting god for our ministries to be blessed one day god will show you you will have a blessed ministry you will have many spiritual children but the process to get there that is where the fine tuning begins the process to get to a ministry being blessed you have to spend many days many nights in the wilderness you have to spend many days many nights in the secret place in order for god to come and tell you listen this is what the next step is going to be if you don't spend time in the in isolation if you don't spend time in the secret place you will never be able to experience the fullness of what god wants to tell you the word of god that is where god communicates with you god communicates with you in your dreams but god can only effectively communicate with you through the through his word through your dreams if you spend time with him how do you expect god to speak to you if you don't spend time with him it's the same like when you're in a relationship or when you when you're speaking to your mom or your dad and you you are speaking to them and they don't respond how would you feel or when you ask them a question and they don't respond how would you feel the same way that's the same way we should treat our relationship with god we need to speak to him but we need to tune our ears to listen to him and the only way we are able to do that is if we spend time where say it with me the secret place exactly that is where we will understand this is the character of god and remember don't make the the secret place and the wilderness about you because it will never be about you the secret place in the wilderness is for you to get to know god's character and through god's character you're able to adopt that and you're able to be more like him many times we we hear from from our family or, or whatever the case you're just like your dad there are certain characteristics or the way you walk oh you walk just like your dad or when you talk on the phone with somebody and they accidentally call you by your mom's name and you're like no it's it's so and so and then they're like oh you sound just like your mom the same way if we can truly say we are made in god's likeness we need to adopt his spirit if we can truly say we are god's children we need to walk like him we need to talk like him we need to speak like him which is talking we need to we need to adopt his mannerisms get to know the character of god get to know the character of god that is why many of you are so mind what is the word that i'm looking for many of you are so brainwashed and and easily persuaded by these false prophets as because you did not get to know the character of god for yourself you trust the word through somebody else better than you want to better than you trust the word of god 
for what it is because you don't read your bible you don't spend time in the secret place you think that only listening to sermons and only listening to the man of god will enrich your spiritual journey yes it could help you because god could literally speak through those people to give you a revelation but you need to discern you need to have a very strong sense of discerning the spirit behind the person to know is this person murdering murdering the character of god or is this person murdering his own personality his own character and is this person actually just reflecting pride the secret place is very important it's a very pivotal point of your spiritual journey in order for you to grow in christ a second person that i would love to speak about is my fave the one and only the big guy jesus christ the only one that can save you nobody else can save you but jesus nobody else can get you to the father but jesus and if you don't know that yet you know that now if you don't know him as your personal savior please get to know him as your personal savior please touch the hem of his garment so that you could be saved say the sinner's prayer come to salvation so that you could know who Jesus is for yourself Luke 5 verse 16 says but Jesus himself would often slip away into the wilderness and pray in seclusion what did we say earlier what does the wilderness do a locale for intense experiences he would often go to the wilderness to have an intense experience with god to pray in seclusion he would go into isolation away from the disciples away from the crowds now imagine right imagine all of these people these prophets people that call themselves prophets imagine the amount of followers that they have people coming to the churches to receive between inverted commas to receive healing and to receive deliverance right imagine the people following them around and all of them just like you know experiencing deliverance and whatever and okay i'm not going to say what i want to say because yeah it's not about that but imagine they them already having that much followers them being treated like celebs now just imagine how jesus was being followed back in the day just imagine that just imagine how jesus was being followed from one side of the world to the next side of the world these movies that 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 where jesus walks with the 12 disciples I wonder if they were ever alone like only the 12 of them only the 13 of them apologies if they were ever alone just them or if people would follow them everywhere they would go or if they would just slip away because to know Jesus is literally to want to be in his presence all the time to know Jesus is literally to want to draw from him all the time and that is something that I have noticed is that 
the moment you start, it's like you can't stop because you constantly want to get to know Jesus and you constantly want to be in his company. And the disciples were so blessed to have seen Jesus face to face. But we get to experience that as well through his word. We get to experience the character of God through Jesus. We get to adopt the character of God through the Holy Spirit because we know that we are made in God's likeness. So we have, we are so blessed to walk with God everywhere we go because of the Holy Spirit. And that can only be activated in the secret place that can only be activated the moment you spend time with God in the wilderness. A lot of people made the wilderness seem like this dark, dingy place, but the wilderness is a place where you experience intense, powerful encounters with God. When God instructs you to go into the wilderness, don't second guess it, just go. When God instructs you to go into the wilderness, just go. Experience God. You won't regret it. When God instructs you to go into isolation, when God instructs you to go into, into, into the secret place, go. When you get isolated, God would usually isolate you from people that you used to take his place. God is a jealous God. And that is something that I've noticed is that God would usually call you into uh, into the secret place or God would usually call you into the wilderness. Not usually, but most times, especially in this generation, God would usually call you into the secret place or God would usually call you into 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 isolation when you have replaced him with people. And that is very dangerous. Don't ever do that. Another verse that speaks about Jesus going into the secret place is Mark 1 verse 35. It says, early in the morning, while it was still, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left and went out to a secluded place and was praying there. Jesus would literally leave everybody. He didn't care. Jesus would literally leave, go into the secret place and pray. Now, if Jesus could do that and leave the 12 apostles and go and pray in the secret place, why can't we just leave our phone in the lounge? Why can't we just leave our phone in the kitchen, go into the secret place and just pour out everything so that God could pour into us? Why can't we do the same? Why can't we have that same reverence why can't we have that same experience with God because I feel like many times we are so distracted by everything around of us that we never allow God to pour into us because we want to pour into ourselves and that my friends is another form of pride where we just want to do things ourselves and where we just want to be the the girl or the boy on the scene and we never allow God to actually pour into us and pour his character into us. You, We need to remember that Jesus is all-powerful. God is all-powerful. God is mighty. God does not need us. 
we need him. God does not need us to advance his plan. We need him. We are only vessels. If you don't act out of obedience, God will raise up someone else to do what you fail to do. God will raise up someone else to orchestrate, for God to orchestrate his plan. God's plan will come to pass with or without you. But you need to want to be willing and you need to want to hear from God so that God could tell you, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to go about it. And the only way, (laughs) I'm going to say this a million times, the only way you're able to do that and the only way you're able to hear from God that intensely and that intently and that intentionally is when you spend time in the secret place. When you spend time in isolation and when you spend time in the wilderness. The wilderness is not a bad place. The wilderness is the best place for you to be as a Christian because that is where you meet God. Look at the Israelites with, with Moses. They had multiple encounters with God in the wilderness. But because they were masked with their own religion, because they were masked with fear, with complaining, They actually threw everything that God did for them. They threw it back in God's face. And that is what we do most times. Where God has given us a blessing. Then we complain about that blessing. God has given us a breakthrough. Then we don't want it the way God has given it to us. Because we already had a made up version of what God wants. What God was supposed to bless us with. There's a verse in the Bible that says, the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. And many times we think we can just loosely use that scripture to, to, to commit sin or, to, to, or, or people like to say, God knows my heart. Yeah. And God also knows that your heart is deceitful above all else. Because that is what the Bible says. Do not trust your heart. Your heart is deceitful. And, and God will give you the desires of your heart. But the Bible also says that God will search the intentions of your heart. A very dangerous prayer to pray is say, Lord, examine my heart. David said it in Psalms, Lord, examine my heart. Like reveal my anxieties, reveal my anxieties, reveal what does not honor you, reveal what does not serve you so that I may be more like you. And he also, he also said in in psalms where he said lord whatever you do don't take your presence away from me and how many of us are going through a period where god has removed his presence you are experiencing god's wrath and god's wrath is god's absence where you experience silence from god the only way for you to hear god again go into your secret place Go into your prayer closet and go and repent and then you will hear from God. Because you are so busy hearing everyone around you, this preacher, that preacher, this song, that song. And you fail to go into God's presence and hear from him alone. Stop replacing God with everyone else. Go into the secret place. Go and repent. Go and seek God for yourself. It's important for you to do that. 
But I leave you with that. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back next week. And um, in the next episode, I will be revealing a whole lot more. Um, And in the next episode, I will be speaking about tips, not tips per se, but signs where you can see signs of of how you can tell that you're being isolated. I will be revealing another platform that we will be listening on soon. And I will be revealing the new date for season two. And I will be revealing a few other things that I would like to just share with you guys. But after the next episode, that will be the end of season one. It's been a good and challenging run. But um, I am very excited to see what God is going to do in this new season. Um, But yeah, guys, have a beautiful evening. I pray that God blesses you, that he keeps you and that his face shines upon you and that you would know God for yourself. Have a beautiful day and have a blessed week.